Simone Kelly, author, business coach, and life coach with Own Your Power Communications. Our show and coaching programs are designed to help you live the life that you deserve. Make some noise, studio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as always, we want to give a special thanks to our partners, True Town Films. And as usual, I'm sitting next to my handsome Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx. What's Armand up, y'all? Du- what's I, good? What's I good? Say what's your name good, yet, y'all? Oh, oh! Armand Dubois. <laughs> that dude. Jeez, he's so <laughs> impatient, this guy. All right. So. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Just go on. Stick to the script. <laughs> so, now I get a script. If you're a new listener, welcome to the family, y'all. We have thousands of listeners worldwide, and we just want to thank you all for supporting the Own Your Power movement. Without further ado, I think we should jump right into this damn show right yeah. now because we got the myth, the man, the legend here, yeah. Mr. DJ Self Born. Oh. My favorite DJ, <laughs> it's a little hizzy. What's what up, up, DJ Self Born? What's going on? So, um, thank you for being here. Why, thank you for having me. Very happy to have you. For asking me to be here. (laughs) I don't know. We have a little history here. I don't know if you guys know. Mm -hmm. When we first started filming Own Your Power TV, Mm. um, he was the owner of um, Love Hate. Mm -hmm. And we filmed... Uh, episode uh, episode there and I remember I kept saying I feel like Dave Chappelle like it was like lights camera actually we had like a whole set we had extras is that the one I forgot that, about that recording outside about why I'm not your man or that was no separate? no that was another one this is one about um about uh, credit get your money right was, was oh man and, and you had to pretend you had to pretend um, well you were you were scanning somebody's credit card mm-hmm. we had a, a, a oh a makeshift actress. makeshift yeah I remember yeah, that she was, she was ordering drinks for everybody and her credit card didn't work mm-hmm. he had a, he filmed it yeah. it was hilarious yep. he was like I'm sorry boo it doesn't work <laughs> yeah I was like <laughs> she the was bartender like, she was like rub it off rub it rub it <laughs> rub it against your like, jeans sorry no. he was like it doesn't work yeah right. <laughs> So you were an actor in one of our very the, first productions. Yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> there you go. All right. I didn't forget. So um, now, tell us, what yes. are you doing now? I know you're, you're a DJ, but you're, you're, you do a lot more. But tell us how you got started as a DJ first. Got started, uh, I'd say going back to like 14, 15. Um, right. Well, tell us where you're from. South Side of Chicago. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. And Claim really, it. that's a big... Uh, Chi-town. It's a big piece of like the story. Because <laughs> being in Chicago, you want to do stuff to stay out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> to be like, so you know, get in trouble and be, and be well, in a gang. Were you uh, gonna join a gang? Some type of trouble, no matter. He I'll DJ tell you for this. the gangs. It's stupid. <laughs> no matter, but no matter where you from in Chicago, being black, uh, especially South Side, West Side, no matter what, you pretty much make alliances. Better, with you one better. Better it is, right? So if you in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. there's folks. You pretty yeah, much yeah, yeah, folks, yeah. like. Gotcha. So you have to wear colors and stuff. Is it like well, no, it's not a have to, and it's not even it's not nothing like that. You just get known. I mean, you you got to make the right relationships with the right people right, so right, that right. you can just travel through. Right. So when did you know you wanted to like really like the DJing was your thing? Like it was, I say, yeah, fifteen, like fourteen, fifteen. I was always listening to music. Music was always in the house. My my father was uh, like a techie dude. And he wired the whole house full of speakers. So in the morning, surround sound before there was surround sound. Yeah, exactly, I'd be waking up. <laughs> Uh, my mother getting dressed in the main the, the radio would always be on so I got into just studying song like structure 
And it, the, the first memory I got is being mesmerized by listening to the radio. And you know how, like, they're like, yo, the power, whatever. Da, 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 and they're talking. And then the song, you hear the song mm-hmm. starting. And then they're talking. And the song plays. Mm-hmm. It fascinated me. Like, how the hell do they know when to stop talking? And mm-hmm. just right, all of that. So right. it made me just start looking at songs. And I was just listening, recording, making tons of tapes, making tons of tapes. And then at the same time, uh, one of my boys had some equipment. And just going over to his house, you know, you know, you go to your boy's house and you're chilling. I went over to my boy's house. He had record albums up and uh, turntables. I was like, damn. And just literally started messing around with it. And like I said, at the same time, uh, just being inside versus being outside. Dope. Dope. So when did, you, when did you move from Chicago to, did you go somewhere after before you came here? Nope. Chicago and then Miami. Miami. Wow. Yep. Let me just tell you, um, I'm going to give a shout out to my belly dance teacher, Sophia, because when she came... What? I can't give shout out. Okay, it's my you got show. Belly dance I can teacher. Do what I want. <laughs> you got belly dance teacher. Yeah, yeah. So she was. She she actually was at um, our 50th anniversary, and she knew you were from Chicago before I told her. She was like, oh, he got to be from Chicago. Oh, his music. He got. He got to be Chicago. DJ. Because I, I was like, I think he's from Chicago. It's a musical city. Like, I couldn't believe that she knew. I was like, wow. Like, how do you? Oh, know? I remember. I know you're talking yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, Hipster. Um, Jack, I'm looking for. I've always right. said the best DJs come from <laughs> Chicago, man. Not New York. The New York has the best hip hop DJ. Ah, okay. Like, we can talk about. No, it. We can have that conversation. No, but we'll talk, no, really clarify that for our audience. Like, like when you talk true. about hip hop DJs versus hey, DJs and hey. what that means, because the art of DJing has been lost. That's a separate show. Like, but we, half of my team, New York DJs, is gonna be. We're gonna have some conversations after this. But <laughs> no, uh, on the real, I, I think it, it, because there was this line drawn, like in Chicago back in the day when you spun when you went to a party, you you literally heard house music, hip hop. 80s reggae music you heard across the board when I went to New York and got that experience and really fully was engulfed in that it was all hip hop but would you say but, but would you say that was also because of the era at the time how, how hip hop was just being birthed versus like now and how the art of DJing you know was a whole nother subject but yeah I'm sure if I was able to be around because definitely it was the, the era of I guess I, I you know to call out a couple spots like SOBs, uh, Isaac Hayes, uh, oh, yeah, Knitting Factory. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess before that, it would have been messing with like what the Roxy and, you know, in the 80s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in the 70s, we'd be on some Club 54. Club 54. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and I got to talk about the tunnel, you know. <laughs> definitely. The, the <laughs> you don't know about Bentley? I've heard. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> so your moms went to the Bentley. Right. <laughs> the Bentley. Like, Bentley was old school when I was in New York. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> a retirement <laughs> ball. <laughs> but I, I remember Bentley. when I was like 20. What are you talking about? I don't remember being like an old lady. What was you doing up in the Bentley? With a fifty year old sugar daddy. <laughs> she sugar daddy no, shopping. Exactly. Yeah, not old there. But but. <laughs> But, I, I mean, definitely knowing, like, don't get it twisted, uh, some of the best DJs, period, definitely that I rock with, period, across all uh, genres of music, definitely the New York foundation of, like, how to rock parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe how to rock parties really come from more of a hip-hop thing. Right. So no matter what you're playing, yeah, I believe MC. the hip-hop the hip-hop DJ made... DJ and other genres or everything, just in general. You were you were an entertainer. So, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, really? let me yeah. just let me just let me just say what I what I think from being going to your parties is I love how you really pay attention 
to what's moving the crowd because that's I, I can't understand how some DJs now they don't even well, they're not doing that, anything. That, but that's but that's that's the whole point. <laughs> it's, you just are uh, making an inter- being an entertainer. Okay, if you're yeah. if you're a performer on stage and you're singing, and you have your your your, your script of songs you're going to perform, but you know that certain songs get the crowd going because they're dance songs or they're more upbeat songs, and your crowd is flat. You might have to be able to call an audible and change up to change the energy. Mm-hmm. DJs yep. do the same. Well, let me let me correct it. DJs historically did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. now DJing has become what I call DJ playlist because yeah, places think it's just about playing music, not the art now of DJing. Now that we DJing. got computers, that's yeah, happening. Yeah, they pretend like they're doing stuff. But yeah. this, this guy here gets me into trouble because every time he's a DJ, sorry, I mean, point your face. <laughs> 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 like Everything you do. Like. <laughs> no, because every time I'm trying to go home, I'm like, all right, it's time to go. Nope. And he puts nah, on a biggie. Your fault. He your puts fault. on something that, that makes me want to, you know, keep dancing. So anyway, yep. and it's about Facebook, say hi to Facebook. We're about to hang up on that. What up? Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> what up, in, in peace. <laughs> So talk a little bit about so you make the transition to Miami mm-hmm. and what were some of the early adjustments you know um, Man, in that transition from first, Chicago to Miami. The first adjustment was uh, music uh, genre wise musically. I could say the Midwest and up north uh, it, it's more it's definitely more conservative when it comes to like just off rip uh, reggae music anything Caribbean all of that I had to I had to get really well versed in uh, being able to play salsa music being able to play oh yeah um, for sure you know, <laughs> reggae music get it get it uh, learning the difference know what the, what the hits are too literally learning the difference between you know roots and culture and you know dance hall versus right reggae, like, right right all of that and you know, a lot of people just reggae music oh no yeah. it's all you know it's, yeah. it's just different subcategories Bob Marley <laughs> and, and having the culture shock that was the biggest thing because overall outside of even DJing just as a human being Chicago's real segregated it's oh real. really I thought you were saying the opposite the most segregated on, city I, wow. I'll argue the most segregated city in the country I would argue that because of redlining and we could get it in history and the way that neighborhoods are structured they were very much intentional. done on purpose they yeah, were very intentional and they're, they're still that way mm-hmm. to this day so you know, we went to school, we went to grade school years and years and years not being around anybody other than black wow, people, right? And then it digs into a lot because uh, if you're only seeing, let's say white people, if you're only seeing people, Caucasian people, and they're in authority positions, right? it, it changes the whole, it, it, it form, formulates a mentality that's like very bubble, very stay where you are, don't go outside of, you know. Your life depends on it. Yeah. Real talk. So that was the biggest the biggest thing of being able to move to a place and I moved directly to South Beach and have a neighbor that's from France, you know, and then another neighbor from Africa, you know, having all these cultures I just think around. It's hilarious that you think that. I mean, I guess from from what not hilarious, but I just think for me living in from in New York, I thought here was segregated. No. Here, well, there's there's the types of segregation. Right. right. Yeah. So Chicago and the Midwest the same. is racially segregated. Okay. Here is financial. Oh, mm, nah. and then you, you also have, and you you have, and you, everybody has their clicks. Yeah, but I mean, like, like okay, in New York, it's it's still you know it's mixed. Like when I used to throw events, I remember I would have black. Yeah, agents. but you're talking about mm-hmm. it now as an adult. Mm-hmm. You talk about growing up. Okay, um, well, I, I had Italian friends whose mother didn't speak English. What New York? I had Puerto Rican friends. Check this out. So mothers the beauty, speak English, the so beauty and, and weirdness of New York. Jewish friends. It's know. such a big city, but yeah. it's a small footprint. Yeah. Like a very small sense. footprint. Yeah, yeah, Chicago's yeah. huge, right? Right, right? So it's right. like Chicago's like taking the land of LA and put the people of New York in it. 
So okay. you, when you have the opportunity to live it's in your own up. little, right, 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 right. Because we got little Italy, we got Chinatown. We okay. Got, and when you go to these places, you be like, damn, I'm really like Chinatown <laughs> like only looks like here. it yeah. in China. Like, <laughs> and I mean, it's authentic and it's good for when you're getting the food, food you want, right? And, and the cultural experience, yeah. But it's a bubble, like Hialeah. <laughs> hey. I heard, and I, don't know, you know, I, I heard you don't have to speak English in Hialeah. Like, you can literally go, go like, for days without speaking that. English. But I like English. the difference of if, if there's going to be a, a segregation, well, not segregation, but if there's going to be a separation amongst us, the financial separation makes more sense to me. Right. Because makes, yeah. if we have the same amount of money, right. we it, it, the conversation is just a little different. It's mm. not built on kind of these uh, preconceived biases. Right. But I also think that there's a fundamental distinction between segregation and diversity and i think that people sometimes look at miami oh it's so diverse and <laughs> you know on, 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 on an aesthetic level yeah you can look around and, and realize that there are a lot of different type of people living in miami but it's still a segregated city beyond mm-hmm. the pockets mm-hmm. um just in terms of you know from an international influx of, of people you've got such a international mix and if you're coming from the Caribbean, or you're coming from Central Latin America, or you're coming from Europe, or if you're coming from Asia, those are very different experiences right. here yep. in Miami. And I love that um, coming here, spending, being able to go to a hotel, and uh, like to just touch on the beginning piece. I came here, moved, stayed with. Uh, I got married actually like a I month like, before moving here. Do tell. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so I got so the whole little story was me and my ex-wife no, wow, I didn't anymore. know you had a wife mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we got married on a cruise so we, we were in Chicago we were like we're gonna go to Miami take the cruise do, you know do the whole thing mm-hmm. and so came down I was like yeah we definitely moving here this is where I'm gonna live and to do music like literally moved here to do what I'm doing right it wasn't just whatever right um, and it, I appreciated being able to come to a place to spend for more than just black people right to right, be honest right. yeah. you know what I mean like because you get in this rut or get in a in a place like Chicago, and I feel like there's only so far you can go mm-hmm. when you're doing just this niche stuff for a certain group of people. So, so that was a big thing. Tell us a little bit about how you have evolved as a DJ, as an entertainer, as a, a pro- as a producer, and as a <laughs> businessman, and how. Would you say a lot of that is like, how was was that self innovation or would you say that was related to just Miami the evolution of music technology like take I it from whatever angle you above. want. I think all of the above. I think. There's uh you got some people that, you know, they're like, man, I, you know, I was, I was ahead of the curve and I knew, you know, what the internet was going to do what I, you know, they just talk right, about right. stuff like they were in the know. And I think to be honest, most, uh, most people, even your Mark Zuckerbergs, they don't know, you that, don't that, know that what, what's edge. about to happen. Yeah. It's more of like, I, I, I've compared life and different stuff like that to surfing where to learn how to surf is not to learn choreographed moves. Is learning how to catch whatever wave and whatever's happening. And react to the water. And, yeah. and just be move reactionary and move right. with what's happening. So you can't practice a surf move. You know what I'm saying? You can only go out there so many times that you experience so much that you already, no matter what comes in front of you, you've seen it before. Mm-hmm. So I think it is more, it's been more of a experience things, process them, Learn. Give us like a couple of highlights. So we know highlight, you, we know you were owner of a club. That was a major That's highlight huge. in my life and my career. It was right. unexpected. Right. So that was something that was not something I was working towards. I okay. Was, at that point, I I toured. Uh, it was Wu Tang DJ. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah toured Wu Tang a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> back. It was That's back. Huge. But like 
well, one before moving here and then one time after, like later, uh, we did a Raekwon album and then we did a Jizza album. You know, I used to intern for... for what, Loud or... Well, I interned for BMG and oh, Wu-Tang okay. would walk by my desk talk, arguing about comic books yep, and lighting work. up the conference room with, you know what? Yeah. And they would let them. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but but the evolution as far as starting, starting there um, and having all these experiences, these highs and lows, That's or that huge. high from having the bar, and then at the same time, the bar was a low. Uh, people, a lot of people don't know because of doing things in an unexpected way and having it as an opportunity and something I think being black, being when we are in this country, mm-hmm. we look at business from a, a, a perspective of like, I have to do this as to not have a regret or right, right, right. once in a lifetime opportunity where really you could be, most of the time we're stepping into positions and situations that aren't like optimal. It's kind of like under duress. So mm-hmm. having the bar as, mm. as sweet as it was in one respect, it, a lot of pressure. Well, it, it changed everything in a lot of ways that I didn't know and, and only had to walk through and experience to, to just know about it. And it totally made sense because there were people, you know, I had advisors and I had people that have done stuff, people that own things and mm-hmm. all that. And, and I remember I used to just get different types of advice, but the biggest thing was like I kind of had to go through, had to go through that stuff to right. like get it's that experience. experience. So it was like those highs are actually the lows also because of making it through that because after owning a bar or, or once you become a dj that owns a bar nobody wants to hire you why do they think you're going to take over well they, it's, it's they not even just to take over threat? i've had i've had bartenders i've gone in dj places and then had the bartender say oh i want to come work for you and i, <gasps> oh, I want to come and i've hired i've hired shoot. bartenders i've hired djs i've Yikes. hired it, it it is a you know conflict, what i mean conflict yeah a little bit, but it's just because I'm better than all of them. No, it's, it's just like he, he really is. Like in, 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 not in, not in terms of uh, just DJing, but talking to people, treating people, right? The business of it, like what's supposed to be happening, when, and all of that type <clears> of stuff. So, so people see that and they're like, "Oh man, I would love, man, if I could catch a shift or whatever." So now it just it shifted things. So right. the adaptation and the surfing of when you make these choices, what happens after those choices? Is the biggest. That's the biggest thing I learned as far as adapting so coming to Miami. Now, what what are you working on these days? A couple of things. Well, um, I started a production company. So for many years, I've been a good music affiliate uh, and partnered with Kanye's A and R. Oh, and we started a production company. We were both named Greg, so we started G Two Productions, um, and we write and produce music for artists. We got music out now. You know, stuff this circulating and okay. you know you're gonna be hearing more and more and more about it but it, total r&b like it's tripped out stuff you wouldn't expect but hip-hop r&b stuff okay. um that's one thing from the production line. Why, thank you another thing is uh i just became american airlines as a national dj what that was something i totally created i told he just DJs on the airplane when they're flying <laughs> around <laughs> the country <laughs> first class do they do mixes and stuff no it's tripped out it's something i really kind of made my whole self I, I talked to him every step of the what way. Uh, tell me. So, um, tell us. <laughs> so I uh, In thirty seconds. I'm tight. I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 cool with. I'm pretty tight with the uh, the organizers of the ABFF, the, the American Black okay. Film Festival, okay. right? So I, I would spend for them each year. Um, done the president's dinner. Done the main white party. You know all mm-hmm. that stuff. So this most recent year, they asked. You know, can we refer? Can we give your number or whatever to somebody? Somebody's gonna be hitting you up about okay. some DJ stuff, right? So. Uh, I got a call, I, you know, 
was hearing about what it was, thought it was something, you know, American Airlines Arena. You know, because we got down. Yeah, right, I thought yeah. it was just a basic. I do stuff there all the time. Right. And back in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, American Airlines, I'm like, why isn't Ari doing it? Because that's Ari's home. Right. Shout out to DJ Ari. Um, and uh, so, long story short, it was American Airlines corporate that was sponsoring an installation for the film festival for a certain part oh, of it. For nice. It was a whole actor's, director's workshop. Right. Um, take pictures. The whole installation. Right. Um, so I did that event. And it went beyond well, like beyond. It was like it was nice. amazing, um, and it was tripped out to see a group of thirty-year-old black women in charge of this stuff. Nice, the stuff I play. Like you said, I'm your favorite DJ. Mm-hmm. I I know, man. If there's a spot I know how to touch, is on a thirty-year-old to forty-year-old black woman right, right. musically. I know exactly. Oh, he, he I was going to say that in the musically. I was like, oh, you like wait a minute. Like, this show is turning. I kept, <laughs> Touch well, hey, too. right. Our shows usually turn that way with her mind. But, but um, <laughs> no, I touched them. I touched those ladies. I, I got them musically, right? Musically. But no, it was it was amazing. I mean, I I can't I can't stress how well it went <laughs> on both sides. Like as far as the business side of it, the preparation, everything was very very top shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because of that, it went so well. I was saying, man, I need to be a DJ. I need to be American Airlines' DJ Just flying around. around. I came with my own phrase. I was like, man, we need, I, we need to get, get airborne with self-born. And they were like, oh, Whoa. wow, that's cool. And I, I just kept talking. But bigger than that, I would uh, email them, talk about owning your power. Okay. I would email every third Monday, follow-up, nice. follow-up, follow-up. Just, hey, hey, what's going on? Checking in. Hey, just the, the hey, put down some yeah, positive energy. stay on your mind. What's going on? Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, um... And that last, the last couple times I hit them up, it was actually like I was figuring they were busy because they weren't really responding. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that last time, it was like, hey, sorry, been busy. Finally got the information about the next event da, 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 and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so San Francisco, which I just got done this past weekend. Go ahead. And also Afrotech. So do you have like freaking flyer miles now? Like, <laughs> right. Everybody like, passes? buddy passes. Yo, what's See, up? That's what's the, up? What's up? Freaking flyer. That's the I'm black. Having his own commercial jet coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm um, passing out peanuts, so but it is something that did not exist. That's huge. Um, when they did these installations, it would just be either no lo- music or local. Or like, yeah. No, no, like, not local. Like it would be a little <laughs> a CD, CD or something. Like, barely, barely that. So everything about it is something I totally like thought about, manifested, and was like, "Yo, this is what it needs to be." Now you can hit up. Are you like exclusive? Can you hit up? Um, hit up Spirit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm like JetBlue. Fly American. <laughs> Oh, good. Good answer. Co- Hi, commercial America. coming soon. Good answer. Yep. They might be listening. Check, check my Instagram. It's all blue, red, and white. <laughs> well, we are so proud of you. Um, and how can we as the listeners help you? Is there anything we can do? Anything? Yes. Okay. One, <laughs> Is that yes? Uh, one other thing that uh, there will be a new venue coming soon. It's not specifically going to be Love Hate. It's not going to be another love hate, but you can always but, support love hate. <laughs> but it is going to be a uh, love hate inspired of event. <laughs> it's going to be a space uh, a little more progressive where we're combine, combining like uh, we work with Ooh, event space. So because nice. I'm that's other smart. two now other things smart. that I'm involved with. I have a small piece of a tech startup that's in the works right now okay. it's like something i'm really <laughs> well i mean it's, it's it's happening it already has happened um as far as like the conversations and stuff we're working on and uh like i said this other venue just coming i'm gonna have 
a, a big part of so that. So what do you need help with? Just uh, let's start to pay attention to that. Time. Start start following me on on Instagram or really anywhere at DJ Selfborn. All one word, spell regular, no e at the end. <laughs> what else? Uh, yeah, I mean that's where you can you find me. You need that's interns, volunteers, anything? No. Actually, I will need an intern. Hello. Yep. You know, I will need an intern soon. You're trying to get credits. Trying to get all whatever. I'm. I've had a couple try of get, interns. Try to get some grown interns. Just FYI. <laughs> I'll well, you, the best ones are the ones that are taking classes, like music classes, okay. music business classes. I've had a couple that you look at These kids that you, they, their attention span is like. I mean, that's true. I'm that's just true. saying. It's true. 30 but and up. No, I'm just kidding. Stay up. <laughs> you intern that thir- you interning at 30 kidding. and up, right. something's well, wrong you don't call it in, That's not true. A grown turn. That's not, it's called volunteering. I gotta be something wrong. That's how she packages them. That's the way you. Free labor, come on down. Wow. <laughs> just killed that volunteer idea. <laughs> come be a and slave what? to own your power. <laughs> and, right. That's not true because my, my people get perks. I get yeah, with chicken wings and celery sticks. <laughs> slave to power. <laughs> own your slave. <laughs> own your slave's power. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, look, I paid my dues. I was an intern for many years. Right. And I volunteered and did right. all that other stuff. All right, be quiet. Now all right, we got to charge you for up. everything. You guys are yelling at me that we're taking too long. The show is already over, so I'm going. It's the extended extra. show. It's, it's an the extended. extended. We're giving you extra time. Yep. You can break it up into a sequel. How about that? <laughs> no, nah, it's not that long. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so one last time. Mm-hmm. How can we follow you? Follow me everywhere at DJ <laughs> Self Born. D is in dog. J. You don't gotta go through all that. We know how to spell D is Well, thank you so much for being a part of the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show today. Thank, thank you. you for having me. I appreciate Woo! that. Word. Woo, 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 woo. This is dope. Everybody, make sure you check out my favorite DJ, DJ Self Born. Check me out. If you aren't already an official power play, just like us on Facebook, go to facebook.com forward slash Own Your Power Radio. For more information on my coaching for personal and business growth, just go to ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. And don't forget, tune into our network 24-7. We have shows on everything from business to relationships. So spread the word about us. Remember, anything you want is attainable. So own your power. Like us on Facebook at Own Your Power Radio or follow us on Twitter at Own Your Power. Remember, anything you want is attainable. Own your power. Hey, it's Sebastian Rusk, author of Social Media Sucks. If you don't know what you're doing and you're listening to Own Your Power Radio.
Aphrodisia Part 3. It's a place, not a thing. Set slow and sexy. A puff crown is it? Los Selecciones Las Exoticas. It's hot in here, you hot. Question, can a smile lead to a hello? And a hello lead to a first day? And a first day to a can't wait to do it again? Ain't no pressure, no. Can't just let love develop. Know one another from a sister to a brother. I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering. Start as friends, I'm just wondering. Have a man, I'm just wondering. Be around, permanent. How can I get down? I'm just wondering. Do you see when you look at me in your belief? Do dreams come true? Cause I dream of you, I'm holding you. I'm wondering, is it possible? Maybe you say 